<laughs> that faggot tried to pull a stun on me at the Iowa caucus, honey. <laughs> faggot being <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Warren. Elizabeth Warren being the faggot. That's actually Elizabeth trying to endear herself to gay voters. Yeah. <laughs> the Iowa caucus is not fierce, honey. Welcome to Elizabeth Warren's drag race. <laughs> RuPaul at the Iowa caucus. Um, on that note, we're back. <laughs> um, hey, we're here. We're here. We're we back. made it. We crawled back to our seats. Thought Topics episode four. Can Shit. you believe it? Damn, four. What a ride it's been. You know what they say? Four. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. You know what they say? God damn it. Shit. <laughs> um, so, okay. Lots of, much to talk about. Today I, uh... <laughs> I I finalized my 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 pilgrimage. Yes, you did. It's going to be a very religious journey for you. Mm-hmm. I went through a lot. Of, God tested me and my will, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I if I passed or failed the test. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be more important than you going on your birthright. More important than going on my birthright. More important than going to Iowa to canvas for Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> this is me um, really standing up for what's right mm-hmm. and you know bringing home what's rightfully mine. I <laughs> I went to GameStop at like so early. Like I like <laughs> set, like I don't set, I don't I don't like accept the first alarm ever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like nope, we're gonna need about three more of those. I feel like GameStop opens at noon because everyone they hire is just oh my god, yeah, stoned. Right, won't like, wake up at past one brain cell among the staff. Like yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. And also like GameStop has gotten less pleasant with the years. Because it stopped just like they can't subsist off of just being a video game store. No. So now, in order to get to anything worthwhile, it's like racks of like special socks that are <laughs> Minecraft theme and like yeah. Funko Pops that are like just the most like brain dead stupid shit. And it's all like $400. It's become like a Kawaii merch store at this yes. point. Like it's, it's I, essentially I, yeah. Hot Topic with video games. Right. I, the last time I went in there was to purchase. Fuck! What did I, I bought? I bought Borderlands for the Xbox that I mm-hmm. played for a week of, and I remember going in there being like, I walked out with Overwatch merch yeah. <laughs> with my game, and I was like, "What the you fuck?" Were suckered by <laughs> all the racks. Yeah, but the point is, all the tits. I, I went in there. Yeah, all the sweet racks of yeah. the GameStop, all those gamer girl titties. It's maybe. just anime girl titties, and then yeah. um, PlayStation Three. It's like the GameStop TV, like the lady who's like, "This weekend, blah 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 blah," and she has like massive tits and like in three D popping off the tiny little screen. She's speaking. In English, and then they're still like, <laughs> like hey, Japanese, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I went there, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Hi, um, I'm here to spend three hundred thirty dollars on the Animal Crossing Limited Edition Switch, like one does." Which, if you haven't seen this beauty, please take a quick Google image search because I don't think anyone would be disappointed by what lies behind that wall. Right. It's a kind of like the peak product within the gaming exactly. industry. It's, it's like, like the best they knew that they're gonna it was do. like the exact intersection of like everything that I is like my 100% total weakness. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I was like, girl, I'm ready to fork it over. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Here's yep. the cash. Set it up. Let's go. Fork it up. And they were like, um, no, we're out. And also literally everywhere in the country is out. So the number one way to send me into fucking sicko mode is yeah. to tell me I can't have what I want. Right. So, so I it became as a, yes. no, that's not right. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I considered a Spanish pre-order version, in which we would not arrive until April, and then I... Can you imagine all the Animal Crossing characters speaking fluent, <laughs> like, lisp Spanish? 
<laughs> and then me still having them like call me like retarded or like <laughs> yeah or, Bienvenidos like, a la hey, isla sissy. animal crossing it would literally <laughs> be like the german boy <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god oh my god i'm bitch <laughs> bitch <Yeah. laughs> anyway so um mm. i wound up settling for uh, a canadian version yeah oh our go puffs here Almost. It? almost. It's almost here. here. It's yeah. morning. Her go puffs on the way. I yeah. had to get another tall boy to make it through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, it's 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. What am I going to do? Time to get a twisted tea <laughs> and order TV dinners. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. I hate America. Anyway, I got this Canadian version of the Animal Crossing Switch. Perfect. But it doesn't ship across national borders. Mm-hmm. I realized the other day, I was like, I just got a fresh passport because I'm going to Israel in May. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Zionist. I'm just a jet setter. Yeah. And. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's time to make this journey of a lifetime mm-hmm. to cross the Canadian border mm-hmm. and receive what's mine. And so, get the goods. Yeah, next yeah. March I'm mm-hmm. right. <laughs> driving to Canada to buy a Nintendo Switch. Right, yeah. I I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be great. I'm yeah. considering just like insta-living the whole thing. I hope they like, I hope this, at some point someone asks you, like, oh, like, what are you doing in Canada? Like, are you visiting from Chicago? And you go, well. <laughs> you mean like when I go to Canada literally to pick up the product at a Walmart and then like eat it in IHOP and go home? Right. Like, <laughs> after gas, I won't be able to afford anything. <laughs> like a Canadian McDonald's, like a Stroopwafel uh, right. McFlurry or whatever. That's exciting. Have you been to Canada before? I have been to Canada. For, oh, okay. I went to go see Niagara Falls on cool. the Canadian side, which mm-hmm. is far more beautiful than the American side, I hate to say. It's just wet everywhere. There's just so <laughs> There's much. just sweat in Niagara Falls. <laughs> on the canyon? <laughs> on the, where, what canyon is Isn't Canada? Ni- isn't Niagara Falls? I mean, in I guess, in a sense, if you consider it's not like giant a lake. falling walls of water. It's not like a river. Canyon. Yeah. I'm not a scientist at the end of the day. I'm not a geologist. I don't know the difference between Wisconsin and Michigan. Yeah. But the point is, I'm going to get my first stamp on the passport is Mm -hmm. uh, driving into Canada. What's their logo? What's their stamp? It's a leaf? I don't know. The Animal Crossing leaf? I don't think they'll actually stamp it. They'll be like, fucking go. It's like the new leaf. Yeah. They guard the Canadian border like they're handing out blowjobs on the other side. They don't care. They don't care. It's so so friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) A little too friendly, if you ask me. Right. It's like the, well, no one. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back have, a moose. Do you have any interesting updates in your life? What's going on? Oh, have you booked any <laughs> international travels? Have I booked any international travels to bring home an Xbox? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, not really. Mm. Um, it's been pretty steady. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank. This is true. Yeah, shit ton of Shark Tank, and then um, still same old, same old. Stardew Valley has taken That's over my fucking life. A hundred percent. Tell me why I get excited. Over a farming simulator game. Oh, I literally have dreams about it. Yeah. Like, I love staying posted up at work during my lunch. And uh-huh. people are like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, I'm just picking carrots. I'm just swamped at the farm. You're just so swamped. You, yeah, like, yeah, can no. you come back to work? I, your break was 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, I need to reschedule this meeting, you know. I need to start um, start marrying Shane. <laughs> <laughs> my my hoe needs upgrading. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um... Kind of a slow news week for us, Mm. honestly. We were, like, trying to come up with what to talk about, and there's really not that much that's happened other than the complete and total robbery of uh, Bernie Sanders and the Iowa Mm -hmm. caucus, and, lo and behold, Jamila Jamil coming out as a faggot. Damn. Which anyone could (laughs) have guessed. (laughs) She got to the... She took to the internet, and she said, listen up, queers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All you little faggots better shut the fuck up. I'm doing this for you. I am the captain now. (laughs) She Um, talks just like that. Yeah. That's how she would MC. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so let's get, should we get the music out of the way? Because there were two songs that I felt were of note. I don't know. What would you want? Would you want to do the topics first and the music last to switch Maybe it up? Maybe let's sandwich. Let's do... Let's do I feel like I one. don't have much to say about Iowa in the sense <clears> that I think politics is... Um, Corrupt. At least this part of politics is sort of out of my out of my depth. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't really get how the Iowa caucus works. I know that to some extent it involves a lot of fucking idiots milling around and like mm-hmm. gathering in like the corner of a room to yeah. be like, I support X. And then like you see a <laughs> massive group of people for one person and like yeah. a non-group for the others. Listen, but, at the end of the day, I just love making fun of a faggot on any platform. Oh, 100%. So I was yeah. having my field day. Yeah, with, so we we can dedicate this time to just taking down Pete. Right, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of weird and fucked up, because, like, yeah. we kind of touched about it in the last episode about having beep, 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 caucus for, <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. Pete Buttigieg, and I was I'm like... Sure she, uh, she had a great night. I'm sure she had a fucking lovely night. She went home and celebrated. Mm-hmm. Before anything happened. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, um, very interesting about how they were using some, like, LinkedIn fucking app for calculating I was votes. just sort of surprised that, like, okay, so, like, obviously I knew that they were going to fuck with Bernie in some way. Uh, yeah. Like, that was... Inevitable. It was never, like, I think today and in pretty much every other part of the process, as Bernie continues to be successful, mm-hmm. there's never going to be a time in which we'll, they'll ever let Bernie Sanders fans have like a real victory mm-hmm. like they'll never ever there there will never be a time where burning supporters can ever be like we did it like yay like we get to have one night where we like let it wash over and celebrate like they'll always keep taking that away right yeah 100 percent. and if that's what it takes then great mm-hmm. but i didn't quite i didn't realize that the extent that they were going to go to was not only are we not going to let this victory lab happen yeah we're going to throw away the whole fucking iowa caucus like Pete coming up from third. <laughs> this electoral, this democratic process that has been in place for, ye- I don't want to say, hun- I, I'm, I want to say hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's true, but oh, fucking as long as long I'm time, alive, yeah. certainly. And just said, oh, uh, actually the whole thing's invalid and okay. we're throwing it away because we don't, I mean, they, that's how yeah. little, the, I like, I think that it sort of goes to show like the amount of like, right-wingers, or actually of Democrats, too, mm-hmm. really mostly Democrats, who who recognize how useless and stupid so many of their practices are, that they were like, oh, like, we can just dog. throw this away. Yeah, like, doesn't mean doesn't really mean anything. And they'll do it in New Hampshire, too. I mean, it's so easy to discount New Hampshire in normal discourse. You would just be like, oh, yeah, New Hampshire fucking blows. I don't even know who the fuck it's lives It's not there. an indicator of any real anything. Mm-hmm. But in every other election before, namely Hillary and every other, you know, like crazy ass like moneyed <laughs> plant that they have in these positions mm-hmm. it's like for them it was very clearly significant i mean people fought tooth and nail to have hillary's victory recognized as something significant when she very very narrowly won to bernie last time right exactly like so the fact that they were like well we can just do it. it's not a big deal we can move on <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, just so sick and perverted. Right. It was very much like, uh, are we done counting the votes? Did you guys count the votes? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I didn't I was know like, you... wait a couple days. What's the difference between, like, 9 and 10? <laughs> Should we just I put, like, know. 12? And then to add insult to injury, they picked mm-hmm. fucking... To, to have the the quote-unquote winner yeah. be Pete Buttigieg, who is no... To my understanding, like, mm-hmm. even to, like, these psycho Dems, yeah. he was never their first choice. 
Mm-mm. Not even theirs. Right. He was like some fucking background player who was like this fucking Joe Schmo. Yeah, to my understanding, it was always the Liz Warren v. Bernie yeah. show. What was he like? You could either ride the Biden nostalgia into the ground and yeah. let that be the thing that you were coasting on, or it was going to be Warren because she's sort of this like identity politic vote. Mm-hmm. But it was crazy to see how much they tanked too. If there's anything significant yeah. to take away from the caucuses, it's that it's like. Biden had a like a very very horrific showing. He pulled like thirteen percent or something like that. Yeah, and I think it also sort of went to show that like Warren's movement and her as like an individual actor in the process is really really out of steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just doesn't seem like she really has much of a fight left in her, which is weird because I thought that she was just going to start ramping up this psycho snake behavior with right. the debate. When she was like setting Bernie up with like mm-hmm. a hot mic being like, <laughs> oh yeah, you said that women couldn't be president, huh? You know, like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like she really, I thought that she was going to go a lot farther, but it kind of seems like the wind is out of her sails. Yeah. And it also seems like maybe the original push behind her was sort of like, I don't know, she revealed herself to be a shameless actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that definitely what it felt. Mm-hmm. Because before, like, she would have been like a, yeah, I guess so vote. If mm-hmm. things had gotten to that point, like, I mean, it wouldn't have been ideal for me. Yeah. But if by some fucked process, it was wound up where, like, okay, Bernie's not the nomination, whatever, great. Mm-hmm. I'm always if interested. If it had been more in, like, I would have been like, yeah, for sure, I'll vote. Right. And I, when it comes, when it kind of, you know, circles back to, you know, Pete... Mm-hmm. I always try to think of, like, what does a Pete voter look like that's, like, non-gay? Like, who else is voting for him other than, you know... Like, I try to think of that, and I'm like... <laughs> I think people who've been tricked into thinking he's not gay. That's what it is! And that video came out of that lady that was like, yes. I didn't know he was gay, can I take my vote back? And I'm well, like, I please do. I someone like that in the White House. I was like... <laughs> I'm like, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. And, people and not for the that. same reasons as her, necessarily. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I certainly don't want anyone like that. Mind the exact same reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want... Any of Sodom and Gomorrah in the White House, honey. <laughs> oh, y'all gonna be fisting in the Oval Office. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, count me out. All type of anus. <laughs> I, it's, I, I don't know, like. It's weird. It's very, it's very bizarre to me because I, like, with the numbers where, I mean, to an extent, I'm sure that it was rigged generally, even just in the numbers part. Like, Bernie did the so win by a notable margin, but I was mm-hmm. even still surprised. I was like, what happened between... There's been no major events, really, leading up to this point that would have given Pete such a swell, right. where he would have even been in the league of Bernie, or even Warren, mm-hmm. you know? And now it seems like the tables have turned so suddenly, which makes me think, like, there's ha- there's clearly, like... No, I'm not stupid, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, <laughs> well, I think what's, in the grand scheme of things, like, in future history classes, let's say, for example, like, Pete won, there's going to yeah. be this fucking major blip in presidential people that's like, okay, white, 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 we got Barack Obama, we got Trump, and then we got a gay man. Yeah. Like, like in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? This is just within the past, like, 10 years. Well, yeah. Where it's kind of crazy that, like, when I saw that Pete got a huge support, I was like, damn, there's still, like, a lot of people that really do want, like... Like, ride for that. Yeah. And I do think that it comes from this sort of, like, identity politics impulse to some extent, but I do think that the flip side of it, too, is that he is such a blank slate and mm-hmm. such, like, a willing-to-please, like, lapdog for whoever. Like, That's he's what it very is, clearly yeah. someone who, like, when he was in middle school, he was like, I want to be the president. But I think with Pete, 
I think also like his attraction as like a presidential nominee is that he's so like morally malleable mm-hmm. in the sense where he's like a democratic gay man but also his whole thing is that like i'm sure. from indiana and like i still have the connection to the yeah, you know it's like it's an, an attempt to be everything to everybody mm-hmm. but like not in a particularly meaningful way on any front <laughs> he just wants to touch all bases yeah and that's it. <laughs> like, Here are the two biggest critiques of Bernie, as far as I'm concerned. Not of Bernie, of Pete, of Peter. Peter. As far as I'm concerned. Um, Peter one Bernie. is that gay people hate him uniformly. Mm-hmm. I have essentially never in my whole life met face-to-face a gay Pete supporter. Yeah. And that is like, if you're like a minority identity group, all hates you. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty strong indictment. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, like, or at least never anyone who's had the bravery to say anything to my face about liking him. But so yeah. I certainly, I mean, yeah, you would, I would have heard one outspoken piece of gay Pete supporter. Yeah, which is why I've always like kind of thought it was between Warren Bernie, period. Right. Where now that like this is happening, I'm like, or I guess who's Biden to like people who don't care. I want to fucking line up everybody in like uh, a line and say who's lying to me. Where are these numbers coming from? Right. Exactly. But then the other critique is like. <laughs> This, this is to quote uh, Patrick Sandberg. He um, is like, if America gets a gay president before we get a female president, we will literally never hear the end of it. We would not hear the end of it, yeah. It would be, like, I, like a part of me wants to get, like, the female president thing out of the way so people shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, Because honestly. it's such, like, this, it's become a thing where it's like, I mean, in the early stages of, like, the, like, when there were a million more candidates. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest arguments for Kamala, who, like, under normal circumstances, people would be like, what? The, like, there's no fucking way yeah. that we are nominating this person. <laughs> like, this fucking uh, power-hungry freak yeah. with uh, with fangs. But because we've reached this sort of, like, time of, like, peak identity politics, it's, like, mm-hmm. just by virtue of being a black woman who, on a national stage, tells off Joe Biden, like, the white men of white men... Yeah. The white man of white men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, he is, like, a clown. And that's mm-hmm. great, fine. Right. If, I, whatever, good TV, who cares? But it doesn't make you a good presidential candidate at the end of the day. Right. But I think, like, one of the biggest things, like, that I hear from people whenever I talk about, like, Bernie and stuff, like, Bernie versus Warren especially, is that it's, like, for some people, a pretty decent bulk of people, I think, mm-hmm. Warren's womanhood is enough to overlook the fact that she really doesn't like me Bernie at his standard for like actual political, like material protections that he wants to enact. Right. So to me, there's a level of like, I kind of just wish that, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) like, I mean, of course I wish that there was, if there was an ideal, if there was a person who was on Bernie's level politics speaking, right. And was a woman. Hundred percent great. great. Yeah. It's not that I'm against a woman, <laughs> right, but it would be a, like a huge plus, right, or, or a minor plus, I guess. Like, should be like, okay, great, right. Checking all but the boxes. But it should be like, a woman. right. And I get, yeah. like, I understand, like, coming from a politics of identification standpoint, like, I do get the impulse because a couple of years ago, I mm-hmm. think, if Pete had been a, a choice, yeah, in like, let's say, if I was like a young teen or something, right, yeah. I would have been like, holy shit, gay yeah. president. Mm-hmm. That to me would have been enough, and I just think that like there's a lot of people out there who, because of the fact that like if you are just like an incredibly online teen or like mm-hmm. just a very like logged on person in general, yeah, they're 
for a long time, if you were like a Tumblr person who had only been a very recent transplant to Twitter, mm-hmm. of course, the idea of being like, yeah, like a gay president or like a female president or like a any minority identified person, you would be like, this is like the way forward because it aligns with this idea of like this like yeah. thought bubble you've been in for so many years of being like, well, of course, if we, you mm-hmm. know, let someone like this in, right. then that means... In, in like total regime change <laughs> right right exactly which just isn't true right and i think kind of going back to warren first kind of yeah she just cannot like mend that gap mm. that bernie has been able to kind of you know establish and like built up really strong um and then yeah same thing with pete it's like if back in let's say even like 2012 it was like oh there's a gay man running i mean 2012 yeah. was like eight years ago mm. and like then it would have been like a very like oh shit like exciting thing well like yeah i mean i think that's sort of like what the the idea was behind Obama's presidency too, was that mm. like, that was the very first time that I think like people across boundaries were sort of rallied around this idea of an identity candidate mm-hmm. and whose actual politics didn't really particularly matter so much because the straits weren't so dire. Yeah. <laughs> and like there wasn't like an economic circumstance that made people say like, I'm not going to accept anything less than mm-hmm. someone like a Bernie figure. Right. Versus, Back then, I think that there was a lot more, like, economic wiggle room to be like, well, yeah, like, of course, like, now is the time to tackle this idea of, like, we've literally only ever had white men as president. Right, exactly, yeah. The other thing, too, is that we've probably fucking had gay presidents, we just don't know. 100%. Like, <laughs> one, like at least half. So if we're gonna pick a fucking identity group, why would it be homos? Yeah, I mean, like, wasn't it, like, no one knew that FDR was in a wheelchair until after his presidency? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was more complicated. I think people knew, but wanted to not. Oh, okay. It, it could have been the same thing. I wasn't alive back then. Sure. God. Yeah. I mean, the, everyone could have made up all of history. I was like, oh, JFK? He sucked a little dick on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> not today. Not today. I feel like I, I always have like these paranoid fantasies of the fact that I'm like, so many times I come across Twitter <laughs> and like there will be some black and white photo of like... <laughs> Like Miss Juicy, or like someone like like it'll be like, oh, this is some colonial woman, like whatever, and I'll be like, if I was like, I had a slightly less trained eye, I would be like, this is a historical document, and not like Lisa Vanderpump in like in black and white. 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 This was the founder of Planned Parenthood, and it's Lisa Vanderpump and just in black and white, it's slightly scorched Marie Antoinette, and you know, just like you, people could have fucking made up all the shit. Well, my my I friend, here. my friend from middle school, he thought that Rosa Parks was Aunt Jemima. He thought that <gasps> Rosa Parks, Aunt Jemima, the fictional pancake woman. Yeah, <laughs> he thought that that's what that's what that's how we honored Rosa Parks was that we put her face on, on the, the Aunt, Aunt Jemima, Jemima company. How so he, fucking demeaning would that be? <laughs> thank you for um, you're gonna be the female Uncle Ben, and it's just because you literally like just didn't give up a seat at the bus. <laughs> Speaking of Rosa Parks. Speaking of getting your ass up. Of getting your ass up. Nicki Minaj, yikes, is... <laughs> are we, I, is that a good transition? That's a good That's a pretty good transition. I don't have anything more to say about Bernie. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, the political discourse eventually is going to make my brain fry. Right, exactly. So I think we're going to stop at a good point there. Whatever. Everyone I mean, knows at what the, the end of the day, happened. I love Bernie. Yeah. That bitch will win. Mm-hmm. Clearly, none of these other hoes have any win left in their sales. Mm-hmm. And Pete's not a threat. Eventually, I mean, this is one last thing. Yeah. If Pete were to, by some fucked up miracle, Mm -hmm. become the nominee, the first thing Trump would say would be like, he would just start being like, oh, faggot Pete. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mayor faggot. Mayor fucking homo. Yeah. And then all of, the, of America would be like, yeah, no. Right. Because Trump doesn't play by these like cutesy little rules where it would be like, you know, yeah. we don't talk about people being gay unless it's explicitly vouched for. Right. Trump would just be like, homo. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, what was the question? <coughs> bottom. <laughs> if Trump calls Pete a bottom, he gets my vote. Trump's a fucking gay guy. Like, if Trump really knew the difference between, like, top, bottom, verse, switch, yeah. etc., I'd be like, all right, maybe he is the one. <laughs> bottom Buttigieg. <laughs> if Pete manages this to lube Prolapse his- Pete. <laughs> Prolapse All-Star Pete. Prolapse All-Star Pete. Yeah, if Pete manages to lube himself up and shoot his way into the top, exactly. I... Uh, shoot yeah. his little douche water into a fucking... <laughs> into a jetpack and a whatever. I, like, I... Come on. <laughs> it's not happening, but mm-hmm. it is um, horrific and frightening to think of what havoc Trump would wreak on yeah. gay culture and politics. Trump v. Gay Man. And, if like, Pete had to go up against him. Yeah. Honestly, please televise all of it because yeah. at that point it's like you know what. Listen, at the end of the day, if you bitches are gonna rob Bernie, yeah, then make it Pete because More that at least is gonna make good TV rather than like yeah. fucking Biden's like sewn on like purge mask face right. being like <laughs> for like I can't do that for six months. Yeah. Like I don't have it in me. Every time Biden like says a word, it reduces his lifespan by like thirty-seven seconds. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Every time that he can't kiss his daughter passionately to suck the life force out of her, right? It's just the campaign is just going fucking further down the toilet, baby. (laughs) Right. Anyway, so Nicki Minaj yikes. Speaking of Rosa Parks. Speaking of yikes. So this is a surprise single from miss onika tanya mirage mm-hmm. queen of both our hearts i'd say yeah 100 percent. i Love almost her. had her almost had her initials tattooed on my body but mm-hmm. i decided maybe not yet <laughs> not yet, yet. Not Couple yet. More years. Mm-hmm. uh so she alleged she was retiring from music and now she is back with this new single and what do we think well, A, she's cracked about the whole, I'm taking, I'm going to take a step away from music to focus on my family. Oh, Everyone's brother. like, pregnant. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just because she knew that her brother was going back into court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which, that has well, been some ugly press the last couple of days. It's horrible. People and the Meek Mill thing. Oh my God. She just, she's going through it. But she's going through it. But in the wouldn't midst be able of, to tell. Right. Based on this song. In the midst of all the, um. The hubbub. I really like this song. I think it's just, it's like a very classic Nikki disc kind of song. Kind of like, yeah. you know what, let me blow off some steam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. I, it's I enjoy it. It's very straightforward. Yeah. It is to the point. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's reinventing the wheel. And no. I don't think that it's like an earth shatterer. I don't think it's intended to be either. Because no. I think Nikki's like... I don't. I think we need to stop expecting Nikki to be like putting on a pink cotton candy wig, yeah, and screaming. Like, at the end of the day, Nicki Minaj, like most of her like early early twenty tens contemporaries, they sort of put in the work. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm not really yeah. mad. Like, like in the same way that like if Britney Spears never makes a good song ever again in her life, she Fine. did her time. Yeah, I'm not ever disappointed or mad Mm-mm, or like no. I haven't lost. Like her legacy remains untouched right as far as i'm concerned Nicki minaj carried female rap for 10 years on her fucking back there literally wasn't anyone else yeah no no one was seeing her not even not azealia no not angel hayes or like all these other right she ended up trying to come up under you know Mm -hmm. and uh, you know 
Azula's yeah. paved her own lane. Great. Right. But uh, pretty much anyone else who came up during this time mm-hmm. was like a non-factor or was such like a niche concern. Yeah, it's kind of crazy when you like if you put all if every if you put everything on a timeline, mm-hmm. it's those gaps that Nikki wasn't really doing a lot for like maybe a couple years that like a We're lot like, of other female right, well, rappers. We have to start reporting on some other girl. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, we got to find someone. So it's so interesting. But I yeah. think it's like I think it's a good song. There's a lot of good like one liners. One liners where I was like, yeah. "That's her. That's she." Namely, uh, all you bitches, Rosa Parks. Uh oh, get your ass up. <laughs> People were mad about that. <laughs> you were really mad. And I was like, "That's fucking good." It's really genius. Yeah. She's fucking. I love her. I love her too. She's. I great. mean. Uh, there's, I mean, there's really not a lot to say other than it's not, I don't mm-hmm. think it's trend fucky because I do think that she, like, when, it, like, this is sort of a flow that's kind of popular right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's not exactly like, I mean, like, when Nikki used to be, like, the only person still doing hashtag rap or, like, doing these sort of, like, gonzo type flows, mm-hmm. that was, like, I don't think she really is interested in doing that kind of thing anymore. Yeah, and I think she's definitely has gotten to a point where it's, like, when you see a Nikki song from here on out, it's, it's gonna be a Nikki song. It's gonna be... Mm-hmm. She's kind of already, yeah, done with that, like, crazy trying to reinvent rap. She's kind of been very consistent in the past few years, even with with Queen, her, her most right. recent album. It was all pretty, like, pretty, okay, it's nothing fucking crazy. Yeah. But, like, the ultimate thing with Nicki Minaj in general is that, like, I am, it, listen, if her approach from now on for a while is that, like, she's just going to drop a great single every couple every couple months. Yeah. About to years. years, every few years. I'm, like, I'm, no, I'm not going to accept much. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to be 30 <laughs> bumping a Barbie tings. Yeah, right. No tanks. Um, <laughs> I like if that's going to be her approach. I'm not really that mad about that mm, because historically, from mm-hmm. Pink Friday all the way to Queen, yeah, her number one issue is quality control, <laughs> wherein she's just like I think Nicki Minaj is one of these artists who's like very consistently surrounded by yes men, mm-hmm. where like. Every person is like, yeah, yeah, queen, you did it. Like, <laughs> you that, did that, it. That's that shit bar. It's like all day long. Like, everyone's like, <laughs> anything that comes out of her mouth, everyone's just like, yes, 100%. It, get the shit on wax. Mm-hmm. It, and it's going on the album, and we're not cutting anything. It's like 20, 20 songs for the album, mm-hmm. and the deluxe is like 27. 50. Right. Yeah. Right. Some un- <laughs> insane, like, and I, like, and of course, like, there's always hits. Like, even Queen, 100%. which had a lot of, like, sort of its ups and downs and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Good Form is one of her best songs ever. Mm-hmm. I love LLC. Mm-hmm. The Barbie Tings. Um, Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Yeah. The end of Barbie Dreams, where she says, shout out to my Jews, Laheim to Rick Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat titties, yes, they'd be protruded in. Um, I like, there were, like, she still <laughs> has it in her to do this kind of stuff. She does, yeah. But I do think that, like, because... Like, her Achilles heel is the fact that she's so used to having to carry the whole industry on her back Mm -hmm. that she had to keep proving over and over that Mm -hmm. she... She had to fill up a lot of space. That women could do anything. Yeah, she had a a, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She had to fill these, like, size 14 shoes with her five-foot feet. Exactly. And it was just a lot. So she was putting out a lot of content all at once. Mm -hmm. And I think now she's gotten to the point where she's like, okay... She She's knows cool her off. status, and, yeah. like, also, I think that, like, her playing nice with Megan mm-hmm. among some other girls is, like, I think that she knows that she doesn't want to do, like, a redo of, like, what Little Kim did to her, because it's mm-hmm. like, sort of an ugly optics issue. And you see it with, like, artists all the time, where, like, once you get so big, like, like I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki was just like, yo, I'm, like, really, I can really take years off of music, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna come back and make one rap song. Like, she, yeah, she put in all the legwork to make those full albums, 
Yeah, now I think she just has and a she's bigger a shit. in her own right. Yeah. And it's fine. She likes to put on cute outfits and go on Insta. Good for her. Great. Like, if she I would too. wear one of those like stupid little space visors in every music video for the rest of her life, she's earned that right. She's earned the right, yeah. She has. So to me, mm-hmm. this song is good. I'm happy yeah. it exists. Right. But is it her best? Is it near her best? No. But yeah. great for a party. <laughs> good for a party. <laughs> great to put it on the back. It's pretty good. I always talk about how <laughs> I've been, for some reason, super reminiscent of Looking Ass lately, mm. and how I think that's probably one of her best songs. It keeps songs. coming up on my timeline. Like, I yeah. feel like it's sort of going, like, we're going through a Looking Ass renaissance. Yeah, we are, because it was in black and white. Mm-hmm. It feels very old school. Mm-hmm. And, and that it was, was the first original, um, whoops, uh, original, like, uh, racial controversy, racial animus she stoked because she <laughs> got in trouble with Malcolm X's daughter, because in the music oh. video, she, like, invoked his face. Oh, I think, or something like that. Ooh. Oh no, it was because the album cover on SoundCloud for Looking Ass was like a some bizarre, <laughs> like Photoshop picture of like Malcolm X and her eyeball or something like that. And like, <laughs> oh wait, then, I yeah, know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then the whole song was like an unreal n-word making, count making fun of like poor black guys. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> that's essentially what it was. And I was like, damn. And yeah, I don't know. It was very like um. I, I, that was like the original uh, drama because now it's moved on to Rosa Parks. <laughs> God forbid she defend herself. Rosa. Yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what if <laughs> it didn't come out at midnight? Like the song didn't yeah. come out at midnight like it was supposed to. And they were like, what if we're getting a surprise verse from Rosa? <laughs> and then Nikki was like, bitch, I'm going to bed. I'm referring to Rosa Parks by just first just name. Just Rosa? Yeah. Like, Especially like... when isn't Rosa the name of the um, open your purse? <laughs> <laughs> the real Rosa. <laughs> Who's done more for our culture? <laughs> Rosa has done more in two, two, two weeks, weeks of cyber fame. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, should we talk about the Pussycat Dolls? Why don't you mess me around like you're supposed to? Yeah. Oh my god, let's yeah, take a look back at the docket. So, okay. This is the new this is the comeback single from Pussycat Dolls, mm-hmm. uh famed for uh uh buttons and uh, when, when I, I grew, grew up. up many mm-hmm. other classics that I grew up loving and mm-hmm. it was like they were one of those groups that was like if you weren't sure you were gay, it, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> like you heard like Doncha one time mm-hmm. and it was like sign sealed delivered taking a dick that weekend my one of my favorite things that i've experienced in my life Mm -hmm. was the the turmoil that that had ensued in america Uh when people didn't know if it was groupies or boobies (gasps) the great debate it was one of the greatest debates of all time it was like when i got up i want to be famous what is the what is the line i want to be famous i want to be a star i I want to have have boobies (laughs) they did like a gb where Where you want to have boobies or groupies (laughs) I was boobies. I wanted boobies. Because I wanted boobies. Sure, right. I was like, when I grow up, I want to have boobies. (laughs) Not when you, when I grow up. (laughs) I'm going to have boobies. When you grow up, you're going to have boobies. (laughs) That's what Megan Trainor's thinking about right now. That's what my dietician said to me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Fame, money, boobies. Boobies. Um, Number one. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about React. Okay. What was your take? Because, okay. First of all, it's a well-produced song. 
I do think that like the chorus is very nice. Mm -hmm. It has a sort of throwback appeal that I think a lot of people are sort of trying to go for right now in the sense that it's like, this sounds like it could have been made in the aughts, like in the like 2010s pop. Yes. Um, if I didn't see like a 10 second snippet of the video, of the music video for the song, Mm -hmm. I think I would have fully been like, "Mm, I'm not adding it to my playlist. (gasps) I'm like, cause I think I'm like, it's a good pop song. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Great. But I don't think I'm allowing them a free pass this time when they have given us like buttons when I grow up. And this is like your reunion song. Like there's six of you. It kind of feels like it could have been sung by anyone. Mm -hmm. And Which I'm usually okay with. Like, hey, it's cool, fun. Let it do its job. But I'm just not giving it the pass. Yeah. Because there's already the expectation of like, hey, the Pussycat Dolls are back with this song. I play it and I'm like, "Mm." I sort of had some like weird (laughs) reaction to like the, like the weird, like, (laughs) reaction. Yeah. Um, To like the weird, like domestic violence under. (laughs) There's like a line in it where like, she was like, oh, why don't you mess me around? Like you're supposed to. When I'm drunk, going home, I want to fight. Like, yeah. it's like shit like that, where I was like, okay. Why don't you punch me in my fucking Baby. face? Yeah. Snap my ankle, throw me down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I Listen, if they would have done full, like, beat me, I would have actually loved that. Touch me in my sleep. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It was so strange. But then they changed the name. <laughs> They're just like, love yeah. on you. Or like, <laughs> something even worse. Consent by Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> it was very like... <laughs> Do you remember the video that I sent you on Twitter? Where it's like someone doing this choreography at the VMAs. And uh-huh. it's like, it's rain pouring. There's dancers. And at the very end, in the back of the screen goes, stop domestic violence. <gasps> yes. Oh, and, wait, who was that? I, I think know. that was... Was that Ashanti? Ashanti or someone because it was older but it was an it was like clearly before like good SFX had been offended so they were just literally pouring so much water she was like drowning she literally was like moving the the hair out of her face (laughs) the water out of her face choking (laughs) so stupid but literally like in okay so like in the same way like this first of all okay here are my concerns How did they get the Pussy Dolls to reunite Pussy Dolls? <laughs> Honey, don't Google that. The Pussy Divas. Um, <laughs> PussyDolls.com. The Cyberskin Spread White pussy, pussy Ass. I know you'll enjoy pounding my Cyberskin Spread White Pussy and Ass because it's better than me. It's better than the real thing. It's tighter than me. I mean... My ass used to feel like this tight, but it doesn't feel that tight anymore. So enjoy this toy. I will at home too, and we can enjoy it together. So thank you very much. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, 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 like, how, how did they get them back together? Yes, because, okay, I'm sure that, like, to some extent, like, the, the producers were like, it's totally gonna be different this time. You guys are all gonna get to sing. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be different. <laughs> Nicole is not gonna be in the zero center. discernible voices in the yeah. song. It's I all Nicole, obviously. In my head, I think it was pretty easy because they were probably making like <laughs> like friendship bracelets on Etsy. Oh yeah, like These I have bitches no, were working at fucking Ulta. I have There's no idea what they no were doing. Right. Like, are they Mm-mm. spokespeople? Yeah. Like, I have no clue. So I'm pretty sure they're like, eh, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> like, whatever. I'll put on some stripper heels. Here's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little depressing to me that 
um, the nature of the video, the nature of the song, mm-hmm. all of these things are the way they are when Nicole Scherzinger is 41. Oh, damn. And it's not that she doesn't look good, and it's mm-hmm. not that the performance wasn't good, and it's not that the song is bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's such this, like, cynical nostalgia ploy mm-hmm. that, for me, it was very, like, are we really, like, trotting out these, like, middle-aged women to, like, parade around in, like, it's like burlesque we- suits? Like, I was just very confused by the whole premise. And have we not had, like, in, like, when it comes to groups specifically... Who's had, like, a successful comeback? Backstreet Boys tried to do this shit. Yeah. Like, what other groups even existed that I even, like, gave and a double like, take to? I mean, to? like, the other thing, too, is that it's, like, the Pussycat Dolls are going to make money the rest of their lives, regardless, because of the fact that their biggest hits are going to be syndicated on 2000s throwback nights for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's no real market for a song like this now. Mm-mm, there's not. There's no pop consumer other than the most, like, niche, like, 23 to 35-year-old gay man who's going to be, like, re-excited about a Pussycats All song. Because at this point, it's not even, like, moms. It's just, like, uh, me 10 years ago. Like, this this isn't going to be on the radio. No. Like, that's just a fact. I mean, like, most pop girls' songs, like, if you look at the spot, like, Spotify charts or Apple Music charts, it's, like, Mm -hmm. pop music doesn't break top 20, really. Mm -hmm. Unless it's, like, major... What I yeah, what I will know. I think with the lyrics of this song, uh-huh. it's kind of you know it goes through the same formula of like I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna get wasted with my friends. Yeah. And I remember like I laughed when I first when I was hearing it. I was like laughing like oh shit. But like me in sixth grade would have been like fuck yeah, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna get drunk. <laughs> this is so. Good. I think like, the line is when I come home from the party, I make a scene and get upset. <laughs> I was like, I can relate to that today. I can relate, But I'm yeah. 22 and Nicole Scherzinger is 41. Right. I'm like, do you, Nicole? Do ya. What do you, what do you get upset about? <laughs> the fact that her man won't be the shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that she can't peg him. There's, yeah. I mean, the line in there is like, I mean, people were upset about like blurred lines, which like doesn't really have like any concrete like yeah. line about like sexual assault or anything like that. But there's a literal line in this that's like, why don't you mess me around like you're supposed to? Which to like, me conjures the image of like getting pushed. Yeah, pushed or hit. Or God. like very like a fucking HBO show, like big, Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. I completely did not. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars on HBO. They fucking wish. <laughs> yeah, they really did. They wish they had the budget. Fucking ABC family. <laughs> it was a crackers. <laughs> There's a black girl in there, I think. I'm pretty little liars. Yeah. Oh, there's one. I've never seen an episode. I can't say. No, no, don't. <laughs> Not when Big Little Lies. No, exists. right. God. God. Talk about good. a real show. <laughs> talk about a big girl show. Yeah, right. Yeah. I imagine on your best days you're a godsend, but on your worst, decidedly less so. <laughs> Meryl Streep was a genius in that. Classic. Like, God, fuck. So good. Yeah. Anyway, Pussycat Dolls. If you're gonna be. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's a fine song. It's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I'm just sort of skeptical of the market and also, yeah. like, the weird, like, hit me thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It makes, like, yeah. I, I think, I, get, I mean, the message is to be like, I just want men <clears throat> to be men. Or, like, I just want, right. like, like, what, like, you're, I mean, it's the same uh, thesis as Grow a Pair by Kesha. Yeah. It's like, let me react. 
to you hitting this wooden chair against my neck. Like, <laughs> is that what it is? Like, what is react? Where does the title come from? Let me react to like acid on my face. Like, what? I don't know. It's a good song. It's fine. I don't. I, I don't care. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I, I won't say it's bad because if I was if I'm defending Megan Trainer last episode, I can't. I have to defend this song. It's because I never had a Megan Trainor childhood. I had a Pussycat Dolls childhood, right. and this is kind of you just have a like baseline of fucking right. yeah. Exactly. It's like it's like when you put your handprint on the sidewalk when it's wet, and they just pour like cement over it. <laughs> <laughs> they just so fucking. You're saying this is destroying your. Child. <laughs> <laughs> this is this feels a personal attack, but it also really My five year old ma- handprint got covered up by domestic Nicole- abuse charges. <laughs> By Nicole's huge forty-year-old lactating tits. Exactly. Um, it really Big did make natural. me think about the demographic and the audience, like back then. Because mm-hmm. again, it's like kind of the same crowd that they're appealing to. Hundred percent. Who was backing the Pussycat Dolls back in the day? Like teens. Yeah, completely. So for me to be like a twenty-three-year-old full-time worker, I can't mm-hmm. talk about pussy and being like a drunk. With, like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they'd like. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. it hasn't stopped Madonna. <laughs> But she's a special case. <laughs> she uses this case for the FBI. Special case with a capital K. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to pee, so let's take a break and then we'll do the other. <laughs> I'm a cheerleader and you're not. Welcome to my world. I feel like I need to um start my twisted tea because I bought it specifically to be drunk enough to podcast. I know. I still have to go through one. And I'm like making my PBR really stretch. If you want to take like a five minute power. Power drink. <laughs> yeah, power drink. I'll just make it count. I feel like I've. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good. Yeah. What are we talking about? Jamila. Uh, Jamila. J- <laughs> <laughs> Renowned, famous homosexual Jamila Jamil. If she did that into the mic for this role. <laughs> like on the judge. Category panel. is. <laughs> it sounded like a, a wild gator. <laughs> Okay, so let's give some background on the drama, mm-hmm. because it's very much more complica- complicated than it needs to be, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so there's yet another fucking retarded voguing show going on HBO in God knows when, and it's called Legendary, and because mm-hmm. uh-huh, of course it wow. is, because <laughs> gates speak, and... They chose between Legendary, The House, <laughs> Boots. <laughs> <laughs> With the boots with Jamila Jamel. <laughs> America's next fierce boots. I was gonna say pose, but that's oh. already one. <laughs> this one word adjective. Yeah, you Work. know, just some sh- just some faggot shit. Good yeah. old, a good old gay romp. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay. So basically, it's uh, HBO's. Uh, first foray into like unscripted reality competition shows so it's like essentially i think it's just like a voguing show it's like supposed to be like just like a dance competition essentially i like i think i like really do have no context like is it supposed to be america's best dance crew but for fags it's like sort of i think maybe their attempt to supplant like drag race by like having an hbo budget and then Doing this, like, very, very, like, niche, like, Vogue scene. Which I think is kind of... It's not a... I don't want it to happen, but I do think that there is a level of, like, um... It it would be really easy to turn that kind of show into another, like, gay media empire like Drag Race. Because there's no shortage of homos who would be dying to get on a 
HBO televised uh, voguing program. Right. Season like, after season. Like, the amount of people that are, like, clapping with fucking signs raised to say, like, representation. Exactly. Like, um, so, okay. So, basically, what happened was they announced the show, mm-hmm. Legendary, and in on the judging panel, the judges are Jamila Jamil, who is famous for her role in The Good Place and for being Nick Jonas's husband, wife. Is that true? I don't it's know. Either, it's either Nick Jonas or it's James Blake. Either way, I'm in. Yeah, some white guy. Some white guy. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And um, what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how little I fucking care about this. But I have to talk about it because, you know, who's no, gay. The PBR is settling in. Right, exactly. Really sitting in my stomach. <laughs> vomit by the end of the segment. Um, <laughs> all over the mic, all over the walls. So <laughs> they have basically... This press release comes out, and it's announced that the judges are Jamil Jamil, um, among some other random, like, uh, career reality TV people. So it's like... Like Manny MUA. Right. <laughs> so it's like a celebrity stylist, and like some vague Carson Kressley type. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, the last judge, is um, Laomi, who is sort of like very well-respected name in... Like, okay, like, this is going to be your reference point in. Do okay. you know the video of Inksy doing, uh, uh, um, Say it's like one. a Vogue showdown and it's like the, I, I, if I can't, there's really nothing to quote, but you would know the song. Okay. It's, um, a Thunder Trade. But it's dun 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 and it's the Sailor Moon girl. I was going to say Sailor yes, Moon. Yes, 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 yes that's yes. her. Okay. So that's, well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that sort of network <coughs> of voguing, Laomi comes from it, and Laomi's like a legendary girl. Like yes. she is like mm-hmm. one. Like they, she doesn't compete. Like she comes out, does her number, mm-hmm. and then it's like to like get the other girls hyped about like right, yeah. doing a number. So Laomi is one of the other judges, and she is like legitimately has like real. Like she comes and, like, from has the roots her of it, yeah. in this actual thing, right? So, but the issue was that. I guess somewhere along the way, there was some contention about Jamila Jamil being a judge and an MC for the show because she's not like from the ballroom scene. Right. But here's, I I guess that's sort of our foray Mm -hmm. because, uh, okay. (laughs) Are we ready to dive in? I don't even really know where to start because there's so much to unpack here and it's all equally stupid. It's all equally dumb. Um, I think the idea in of itself was dumb from the jump. Mm-hmm. Like, first trying, of all, yeah. First of all, we don't fucking need another voguing show. We don't need any more like, especially uh, I, I, I didn't know it was gonna be like gay reality competition again. Mm-hmm. Like, we already have like Project Runway, right. Drag Race. <laughs> like, we have enough faggots doing reality television. We, have too many. we don't so need like, another one dedicated exclusively to like this mm-hmm. very very specific like section of gayness. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to me too that like the representation thing for like queer people specifically mm-hmm. always somehow manages to come back to Paris is burning. Yeah. I was just about to say, I didn't know if it was too early to bring it in, uh-huh. but I feel like a lot of uh, big mouths in this conversation are people that have seen Paris is burning once yes. and have been like, this is hijacking years of culture. And like, I was you know, like, like, you mean that one movie you saw? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, it's just like the people who are the most upset are people who, I have I have never been walked in a ball or been right. to a ball. Jesus Christ! It's You've the, seen yeah. some YouTube shit, and you're like a fucking media idiot. It's it it reeks of the same smell. Do you remember 
way back ago when we got super upset about that guy in a college course like he was doing a presentation oh and being like why people shouldn't say the n-word why professors like mine sitting right across from me shouldn't use the n-word and then recorded himself doing the whole speech and And then then put it on twitter and then syndicated it to news outlets it reeks of that same shit Uh where it's like the same people that are trying to like it feels like a fucking setup like the fact that i'm even Mm -hmm. talking about it and the fact that it made news feels like it's like part of the marketing like yeah. i feel like i'm part of the issue that yeah. i'm even talking about this 100 if that's why it feels like on all sides complaining not complaining acknowledging it like it's all stupid because on yeah. premise it's fucking stupid yeah. and there shouldn't <laughs> be any more like i mean the, the complaint really should be that it's like when people say like hey like we really want more like uh gay people or we want more trans people or we want more just queer or whatever people on tv mm-hmm why are you saying that you're willing to accept network television being like, okay, here you go. Here's your little homo show. Do your little homo dance, homos. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's all this, like, it's the most perverted, like... Ho- like, uh, like dance monkey dance. Yeah, like, like mirror, yeah. Ver- mirror maze version of representation as people once, like, understood it. Mm-hmm. And now the people who are the biggest advocates for it can't admit that they were fucking wrong yeah. about the fact that getting a bunch of gay people or getting a bunch of trans people or getting a bunch of whatever on fucking TV mm-hmm. is not going to solve any structural issue. It's just another way to commodify the most gimmicky, stupid parts of queer culture. Yeah. Like... Like voguing. <laughs> legendary. The show. Ugh, this like, is, it's the most distilled, God. stupid version of it. And it sucks because Paris is Burning is fucking great. It is. It is a. Go- it is probably the best kind of, like, insight that you can get about, yeah. like, the roots of, like... Oh, my God. Whatever culture is there, you know? Like, the initial, like, time of coming out, like, when you're first, like, oh, my God, like, I'm gay, or, like, I'm trans, or I'm whatever... Mm-hmm. Like, it can be so fucking, like, alienating, especially for people who, like, come from, like, high schools or communities or neighborhoods where it's, like, there aren't really any other gay people or any other queer people in general. Mm -hmm. That, like, when I first watched Paris is Burning, I was, like, oh, I'm, like, part of something that's, like, bigger and cooler than this. Right, yeah. Like, it's not just me, like, sucking dick in high school. Like, (laughs) it's, like, uh, that movie, to me, stands as, like, something aesthetically greater and like Mm -hmm. it's like a legitimate like time capsule into something that's very really cool yeah i was gonna say it feels like something that's like untouchable something that's gonna feel like the truest thing that i can get to like hey like i like it's like feels like like a proud achievement kind of thing yeah like like, look at that like that like i'm part of that by just being this right yeah and there's something really fucked and cynical about even if Mm -hmm. legendary managed to have an entire judges panel of like underground Vogue stars, mm-hmm. but it was still fucking HBO, and you know that they're not gonna let it be anything other than this like sparkly, moody lit like. Like it's just gonna be dumb. People are so stupid to think that like we were ever gonna be one hundred percent control of like what goes on a TV. Completely, it's like we want representation. Okay, who's the one creating the contracts? Mm-hmm. Who is the one behind the camera? Who's the one producing it? Like it's yeah. not gonna. We're never gonna have. That, which is why... The producers of the show are the producers of Queer Eye. The new Queer Eye, like Jonathan Van Ness Queer Eye. Hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. And not a surprise. Not not a surprise. Because it's like the number... I mean, it's a white gay export at the end of the day. 100%. So if you're going to accept the money from Queer Eye producers Mm -hmm. to be, hey, like, we're going to make this voguing TV show, you have to accept it for what it is on a base level of, like, you're taking fucking 
cultural blood money (laughs) (laughs) and like turning it into this thing where it's like just to get what like more people like doing this dance that people Mm -hmm. already don't take seriously and already see as this sort of like like I'm a fag dance like you know like this whole thing yeah like it's not something that gets people taken seriously or gets people honored by any sort of major cultural cultural institution or apparatus at all and like even if the producers were like all gay or like have some queer identity Mm -hmm. for me it would still be like a class thing at that point because like the money's coming from somewhere to put this fucking fag show Uh and someone in their head is like this is a good idea like the people that are producing it even if they're gay are so removed as to like how how retarded this is gonna be and then there's the to add to make matters worse (laughs) let's go ahead let's Jamila Jamil's defense of her casting as MC and judge Mm -hmm. was that she felt it necessary to make a pages long epic as one celebrity does on Twitter (laughs) As many, many do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To declare that she is a a queer woman. Cool. Throughout the whole note, it's never quite specified what that means. You know what's queer? (laughs) Her bangs. (laughs) You know what's fucking queer? (laughs) This stupid little note. I feel like there's very like... Okay. Let's get into it. Yes, yeah, really. This is the part that I take umbrage with. Because let's let's whatever. If let's legendary, <laughs> come on, honey, let's burn it down, sis. Honey, let's burn it down, boots, Henny. <laughs> um, there's no like. Okay, mm, even let's just say legendary had made it to HBO's uh, airwaves with no fanfare. It made yeah. it on great, mm-hmm. whatever. It would have been another show like Pose that I wouldn't have watched, mm-hmm. and it would have been like. Cool, 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 great. Like, I'll let people jerk off about how amazing representation it is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They should have They should have filmed the season, didn't say shit, uh-huh. put it on HBO, and then they locked their doors. Yep. That's what they should have done if they were going to do this shit. That would have <laughs> no been smart. No press release, nothing. Nothing. They're like, Legendary's on tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Like, <laughs> that's honestly that's what they should have done. Because no one would have had time to complain. Everyone would have been like, oh my god, what a great show. Look at all these talented Vogue right. stars. They would have like, just consumed it and been like, in, uh-huh. and God forbid, it was, it was good entertainment. People would have been like, yeah. oh, it's kind of weird that Jamila Jamil's the host, but whatever. Yeah, but guess what? She She's cute. Yeah. But instead, it has to be like this shitty little intention economy thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, 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 who's the host? Not RuPaul. Not fucking the guy from Pose. <laughs> not the guy from Pose FX. <laughs> Pose on FX. Pose on uh, who's the, um, <laughs> I always forget his name. The, the guy everyone from- fucking hates. Who does like the, uh, like, uh, 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 the whiz. Whatever. Ooh. It doesn't matter. Was he the a guy judge? Who had, yeah, he was one of the judges on Dark Race. Does it begin with a T? Tarson Tressley. Uh, Toss Tathews. <laughs> I don't know his name. Times, yeah. <laughs> but that's beside the point. I'm going to think about this entire The time. point is that Jamila Jamil... Tadric Hall. Tadric Hall. The host isn't Tadric Hall. What? <laughs> He's like the gay man of gaming. <laughs> How can we have a baggage show with all our favorite baggage? He puts on tap dancing <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Jamila Jamil yeah. finally decides that her ultimate defense, as if she needed to fucking defend herself anyway. It also sounds like a fake name. She's like, bitch, I already got the check. The check's in the fucking mail. Right. Just go be Jamila Jamil somewhere else. You don't need to make a statement. And, but she did. Just like fucking uh, 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 Biddy Bob, what's her name? Hmm. Uh, John Legend's wife, Chrissy Teigen. Yes, Ew. Chrissy Teigen, who 
has zero I've never seen this bitch on television mm-hmm. in any real cultural context and yet is always apologizing for something always putting her foot in her mouth being a fucking idiot <laughs> I feel like if you just took the opposite approach and Jamila was like oh sorry I got cast it's HBO sorry fine then it w- we would have kept it fucking moving and she we would have totally about this. dodged it and created HBO producers as a scapegoat but instead now we She's get like, to deal with throngs of fucking queers on Twitter being like, this note from Jamila Jamil is violent. They said mm. it's violent. It's so many layers. <laughs> I don't even, again, I don't know where to begin. And it's because of the fact that, okay, first of all, let me just get this right out of the way. Mm-hmm. I would rather someone fucking grab me by the throat, point a gun at my fucking, between, right between my eyeballs, and say, listen here, you little faggot. If you don't get out of this Nebraskan town by tomorrow morning, I will come and I will find you and I will shoot you right between your stupid little faggot eyeballs, faggot. I would rather have someone say that to me <laughs> than come to my house and be like, do you want to come to this queer solidarity rally? Rally? <laughs> rally. Rally. <laughs> if someone was like, oh my God, like queers. Like if right. anyone ever was like, I, I can't with queer. Yeah. I can't. I won't. Yeah. I shan't. Every time that every time the human rights shit comes up in downtown, I'm like, no, no. Nope. Nope. No. Fags <laughs> go to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you have time? No. No. No, I really time. don't. No, you don't either. Uh, <laughs> I just it was a violent offense to all gays for Jamila to like blah 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 blah. I'm like, like, what? It wasn't I was like, who died? No one died. No one died. No Actually, one died. no one was killed at Stonewall. <laughs> no one was killed at Legendary. <laughs> no one was killed by casting Jamila Jamal in this stupid little talent show. And what's so dumb is that I wish they took this show concept, mm-hmm. but the judges were just like this most super conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm a single, I'm like, I'm a stay-at-home mom <laughs> from South Dakota, and I yeah. raise cows. And then put her, put those people in front of faggots. <laughs> And watch the dynamic. It's like curate. Rush Limbaugh, Sarah Palin, and that <laughs> woman who like wouldn't legalize gay marriages. <laughs> and they're all judging this vote competition. It's like, it's like Paul Ryan. <laughs> and that would just be like, great. Wow, that was that was quite a show. That would be great. That's that fuck representation. Put that shit like, on television. Yeah, I want peak reaching across the aisle. God damn. God, like, <laughs> where's our fucking green light? Literally. I, oh God, I don't. Okay, here's what I. This is the Jamila point. Yeah. When okay, the reason I don't like queer is not just because I think it invokes this sort of tender like soft boy image that like I think is like the number one thing about being gay that I think is like the scary thing for why people don't want to come out is because they don't want to be seen as like some like pansy Nancy you know Mm -hmm. and like there's a level of like to to gay like to be like yeah I'm gay or like yeah I'm a fag or like yeah I'm whatever like there's an aesthetic net like a necessary aesthetic quality to that that Mm -hmm. to me is like Okay, like, if you just live in that, then it's fine. And, like, you really aren't beholden to any, like, mm-hmm. standard of, like, uh, politics or to way of life or anything like that. Right. Where, to me, queer is sort of m- m- mired by this, like, liberal arts college 
thing <laughs> that's very, very, like... It, start, it starts to mean nothing. Like it, yeah. like, it starts to, like, it opens up the door of, like... Yeah. And then, yeah, on the flip side of it, too, is that it's, like, it means so much because of the sort of, like, radical inclusivity of queerness mm-hmm. that it means nothing. And yeah. anybody and their fucking mother can claim queerness, it's like, but not yeah. everybody can claim gayness. Yeah, it's like the inability to form boundaries between that, uh-huh. where it's like, I think that there should be boundaries, <laughs> but thinking that it's okay to kind of push the boundaries as opposed to it just being like open gate is, sure. I think, maybe the issue. Because now with this kind of shit that's happening, again, she's married to like a white man. She's married to a man. A man, okay. And there's, uh, clearly they're so, like, high class, like, God God knows, and like... I hate to say, but, like, I mean, it's not... Uh, I'm not trying to be like, oh, it's a competition. But there right, is sort like, of a hierarchy to this sort of thing, where it's like, mm-hmm. if you're a bi person in a straight relationship, the way that that impacts your life on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. versus someone who is gay, mm-hmm. and not only gay, but is, like, literally has no choice psychologically but to wear, like, hot pants and a nipple tassels. Like, right. if that's who you are, yeah. like, that impacts that person so much more on a day-to-day basis than it would someone who is, like, just... Passing, like, to be, like, like, right. you're what? Like, okay, cool, exactly. great. So her claiming queerness, which she doesn't even say means I want to fuck a woman. She just said I'm queer, period. I'm queer. Like, that's it. Like, it's the most, like, shadowy, easy-to-co-opt, stupid term because it's, like, I mean, I don't even, I can't even count how many people I have in my life. Like, mm-hmm. friends, pseudo-friends, <laughs> D-listers, all these people who, like, <laughs> are, like, decide one day that they want to wear, like, dangly cross earrings and right. paint their nails black and mm-hmm. have them chipped in one day <laughs> <laughs> and claim this sort of, like, lowercase q queer thing Mm -hmm. but would never suck a dick as a man Mm -hmm. or would never eat a pussy as or or not even in a gendered or not even in a genital based way because that's not really what it's even about but would never step outside of their day-to-day life before they said i'm queer yeah Mm -hmm. and it doesn't change anything right you just are because, right, because yeah. it's not, it's, again, it's it's not about the sex thing, mm-hmm. and it's not about really anything other than the fact that it's, like, your behavior and your identity is based around the fact that people look at you and think, mm-hmm. what is the other? They think, like, something's fucked up over there. Which is so crazy to me. Those seem like, it's like a style issue. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to wear jeans my entire life, and then I'm going to decide to wear sweatpants, I'm queer. That's uh-huh. what that reads to me. Yes. Like, I've been wearing plaid t-shirts and jeans. I'm queering jeans. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I've been cutting wearing, them up. I've been wearing flannels and jeans my entire life. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear an oversized windbreaker and mm-hmm. put an earring in. And, and then queer. I'm going to make it the center of my identity and tweet about it every day. Like, it's so it's fucking psychotic. bizarre. Like, what? Psychotic. Yeah. And then, for people to, in a, to, to even take the Jamila post seriously... Yeah. To even have any other reaction than, like, what bitch. the fuck is this bitch on? Yeah. Like, to have any other reaction and then have that reaction be, this is violence against queer people. This is hurting violence people in against, the community. <laughs> violence against queer people is them getting killed. Yeah. Not is like Jamila from People the being place. killed in the streets. Right. Like, like not, <laughs> oh my God. And it comes to this point of, like, there's, like, actual dire circumstances for very many sections of, like, the community in general. Mm-hmm. To the point of where it's, like, 
if everything is this much of an alarm and mm-hmm. a source of panic for you, mm-hmm. and you get on the internet and all caps repeat tweet mm-hmm. over every little infraction like this, then when actual fucked up shit is happening, like <laughs> scary, real mm-hmm. structural shit is going on, no one's going to fucking take you seriously. Right. I'm like, if you're wasting your smelly hot breath on right. this kind of shit, God God knows you're not doing anything else for like gay, Unreal. queer, etc. Like, God knows. It's like, the violence claim <laughs> to me is like, me. it's like, if your identity is based around your freedom to um, be cast on a reality TV show, mm-hmm. then I care so little for your plight that there's just, there's no, thinking. <clears throat> what's the entry point? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like violence is when my uber eats is 10 minutes late exactly <laughs> like, uh, and that's the other thing about queerness in general too or like the word queer is that it sort of allows for like if it provides like these like straight queers so to say yeah with a way to say well i don't want to fuck you because you're a man but really it's because i'm queer and that's just not the sort of queerness that i i that's just not the kind of queer i am Right. I wouldn't do anything gay. (laughs) I would not really do anything other than be sort of effeminate. Or, like, I would be, like, sort of soft. Right. You know? And then there's also this flip of it, too, which is, like, I am queer, and because of that, I deserve so much cred and -hmm. respect and special treatment, Mm -hmm. despite literally having changed nothing mm-hmm. that it just it makes it like yeah i understand the desire to keep it open and like of course anyone who wants to reject uh uh like um choiceless sexual like the compulsory heterosexuality where yeah. it's like you have to be straight because mm-hmm. that's you know anyone who wants to reject that of course come in open arms we get it we uh, radical love great mm-hmm. but by not gatekeeping at all yeah. There is a level of like, you're sort of like, what would be the point of identifying as anything? Yeah. Cause I think labels are important to make your life easier as well as everyone else around you. Mm-hmm. So when you start to take like <laughs> the meaning away from like those kind of labels and kind of making it so broad to where it doesn't mean anything, that's where I think it becomes like kind of dangerous. Exactly. Like, yeah. Now it doesn't really mean like jack shit in my opinion. Like what if but, it was yeah. like, uh, I'm, I'm Irish and now I'm a person of color. <laughs> <laughs> or like you know like yeah. there's like when you don't gatekeep these things and it becomes this thing where f- of course every anyone can be queer right it's like saying you're a minority but you're like yeah like a 10% Hispania it 10% offers you like, this weird German. like difficult to police area mm-hmm. where you can sort of claim like I mean like the number one critique is always that it's like people mm-hmm. project their white guilt by saying mm-hmm. they're queer or they like guard themselves from being critiqued for their whiteness by being like i'm queer yeah i'm queer no i get it i am i i've gone through adversity but like, like listen to my voice you know this is me, me. I every can't. day <laughs> at work people call me miss and call me ma'am in emails okay <laughs> whenever i send an email with too many exclamation points that's being queer <laughs> <laughs> it's just like i don't know i mean there's really not much to say about it other than that it's just fucking disappointing mm-hmm. to say like for all of the alleged work that people think they're doing mm-hmm. and all of the like 
I don't know. This is just going on my list of reasons why I hate gay people. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I could I could catalog every little thing as mm-hmm. to why this is just not working right now. Exactly. And this is just adding on to the list. I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. Y'all can I've have this delivered. shit. Y'all can have this shit. I'm done. I'm done. I'm from Louisiana. <laughs> I'm not gay. I'm from Louisiana. I am not gay. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to run the footage on that one because I'm from Louisiana. Um, yeah. So, do we more, have any yeah. closing remarks? I don't think I have anything else to say about these fucking. The good place is okay. Has she really? Been, has she? It's okay. I had to watch it in, uh, in a history of television course. Is she a British in real life too? Yes. Okay. I had to check yeah. that one. I'm pretty sure she has. I've seen her speak at some sort of horrible conference where she like defended her right to be like a Zionist or something. <laughs> some awful shit. She is the Natalia Kills of Legendary. <laughs> I wish Natalia Kills was on Legendary. That would be fucking. Who no, would that would be a legendary. What are the three judges that we would really want on Legendary? Oh shit! This is a good question. I mean, I I love our conservative idea. Uh, yeah, the conservative <laughs> idea is great. I want... I want, I want Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Mayor, I was... I'm not even kidding. I was just about to say Lori Lightfoot, Mayor of Chicago. Famous dyke, Mayor of Chicago, Lori yeah, Lightfoot. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. And our next-door neighbor. Yep. <laughs> In case anyone wants to come and fucking kill me. <laughs> Be my guest. Be my guest. Um... Uh, who else? I like how we go towards like political officials. <laughs> I was trying to think of country singers, Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> Luke Bryan. <laughs> Luke Bryan. Uh, who else? Like a um, baseball player or something? <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great cast. Yeah. Um, one of the sharks from Shark Tank. Barbara. Barbara. <gasps> Can you imagine Barbara on Legendary? Because she would be living. Oh my god, that bitch would be. T- Herring she it. would be drunk. Wasted. Yeah. Day one. Barbara from Shark Tank wasted on Legendary. Yeah. I would watch the shit out of that. I would have no qualms. <laughs> Your pussy gave me a loan of $1,000. And honey, you spun it into a 10 <laughs> across the boards. <laughs> <laughs> she only speaks in Shark Tank infamous songs. <laughs> um... Honey. I don't have anything else to say. Uh, I don't either. Nicki Minaj, Pushy Cat, Pushy Cat, <laughs> Pushy Cat Dolls Forever. You cannot even say their name no, once. The no. Pussy Doll. Yeah. Pussy okay. Dolls. <laughs> um, this is Thought Topic signing off. Good night. Bye. <laughs>